show lined up for y'all today. And when I say big, it's Chicago big because I have one of the, I consider him one of the premier industry people in the city. He's been doing it since I was, can't remember. And now he's doing his own thing and making moves all over the place. He goes by the name of Dion Posley and he will be with us shortly. But for now, I'm here with my awesome co-host. Damn, can I live? Yo, what's cracking, y'all? It's cold. And my girl, Baravi. I don't think anybody's ever ready. I'm ready, but for, it's just for cold. I, I don't mind the cold. I just hope it doesn't snow. Like that's my. I hate the snow. That's what winter does. Winter, winter snows. Winter snows, but <laughs> who said it was okay for it to do it? You know, that's what I'm trying to get to. Is I don't recall there ever being a time where I said, "All right, you can snow." And cause me um, freezing fingers and my boogers turning into icicles. Thanks, Chicago <laughs> winters. But, you know, we make the best out of it. It's really good for fashion. It's true. The clothes are super nice. I think fall and winter are my favorite seasons for fashion, for sure. Definitely the coziest. It's all about the layers. Mm-hmm. It is. And I got this fat. I love my fat coat, but I don't know if it's warm enough. I feel like it's going to be really cold this year. But it's like this big furry thing that i wear you know and i'm just like do i need more layers do i need like a scarf scarf? do i need gloves what do i need to stay warm this winter what do you need to stay warm this winter i have a pretty decent coat at the crib oh that's good well (laughs) we know brandon has a pretty no i got the i got like you know like the columbia coast with like the 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 silver lining where they trap your body heat oh so you're gifting that to me that's what this is sad guys because it's it's thanksgiving you're gifting a gift you're giving so what coat i'm gonna wear it you got your hoodie on now your north face I think you'll be fine. It's, it's Columbia, but I mean, it's, it's a mild tomato. <laughs> but beyond our little Columbia is warmer, y'all. Don't don't believe what they say. Columbia is definitely north, warmer than North Face. Well, today we are going to be talking about what I consider the Thanksgiving caste system. It's like the family system, like what everybody's role oh, is. Oh yeah, it's about to be on great. Thanksgiving, and we will be talking about what the Cards Against Humanity owners did, or the creators of that game. They bought a piece of land to take on Donald Trump with the wall and we will also be talking about being thankful for the failures and obstacles in your life because you really have to be able to channel what it means to be thankful you know sometimes we forget what it means to be thankful when we're going through something but be thankful for those times too because it gives you the ammo to go crazy but for now i would like to go into some music someone sent me this song and I instantly fell in love with it. It's uh, like Afrobeats music. And it's called uh, Fia by this artist from... Um, he's an African artist. I'm not sure where he's from, but it's called Fia by DeVito. So let's go ahead and give that a listen right here on Nitty Snacker. Shorty want a million dollars Say make a wire, wire Don't need to wanna cover my girl She say all her friends Leave me la vida loca If only me my lover Yeah, you for there for me You for there 
Kura kilo kosio Shuku sheka Aya shumeka Caroline save your drama I don't need it For a soap opera Hola, hola, Mr. Olopa I'm not here to cause wala Hello diva, save your drama You don't need me in your soap opera You for there for me You for there Knocker presented by Q4 Radio every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I like how smooth you just said that. And you know, you got to be good at segueing things. I hope to be the, as smooth as oh, you one day. I forgot to tell you, I got a, a bell for us. Um, oh, you did? Soon. It's coming soon. Nice. And it's like a three tone. So you'll be- See? See? That's perfect. Progression. Progression. We getting somewhere. But I would like to introduce... The main man of the hour, Mr. Dion Posley. I mean, you can use mine, like. Let me get it right. I gotta get it right. Let me. You just can hear yourself. Uh, yeah. yeah, headphones are here, there, you know. If you like them, Thanks you can wear them. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. I have was telling everybody before you got in, I consider you one of the premier industry people in the city as far as african-american prominence goes Man, i was fighting that for a while but i appreciate that i feel yes, you i am in the industry you know and it's okay because you're yeah. doing really really good things with it like your few he has events like foodie heaven he does a free party every friday at tantrum with free jerk chicken tacos yeah we had him on a show like a week. last yeah, yeah, yeah a couple yeah. weeks ago so that show event yeah. okay cool yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, I remember when I was a shorty, I was freshly 21. And Dion was like, come on. I got the hen. I got the bottle. Just come on. Come with me. And it would be so lit. Like, so lit. I was young and fabulous thanks to Dion. I'm still young and fabulous. Well, you know, a few wrinkles here nor there, you know. But what's new with you? Uh, New? Pretty much, you know, you just introduced it, but, you know, I'm working, also working on my second ski trip. That's pretty much uh, 
what I have going on, Foodie Heaven and Tantrum. So, you know, it's trying to stay consistent. Give me a little bit more on the Foodie Heaven. You just can't act like you just said ski trip, and I want to go ask you about ski trip. <laughs> Let's call it to it. Look, you can look, look he be so excited for everything. <laughs> All right, I'll go back to that. But uh, Foodie Heaven, you know, I, I came up with that idea basically just, you know, following different caterers on IG. You know, people, friends of mine, and, you know, that's being so spread out. It's like, damn, I want to go get that, but she's in Oak Park. I'm not going to be able to make that. But so, you know, just thinking about an idea to bring everybody together and people can support them, you know. So, because you know, so many people selling plates and all that fake right. chefs, but so these are all real licensed chefs. Basically, like the Taste of Chicago. You come in, buy tickets, use that as currency, and, you know, it's been a good event. This is the fourth one. So, this Saturday at Bader Bar. I hope I said that right. Yeah, I have a hard time saying yeah, that too. I'm not really sure how to say it, but <laughs> I've been there one time. It's a dope spot. So, Bader Bar, twenty five fifteen South Wabash. And what time is it? From four to nine this Saturday. Oh, right when I get off work. Yeah, yeah it's right. Hmm. Yeah. Hello, mm-hmm. you will yeah. catch Nitty's knocker in the building with sure. capturing footage as well as eating <laughs> the footage. <laughs> no, but I actually want to go since we're talking about food. I want to talk about a family cast system for Thanksgiving. Everybody, family, what? A cast, you know, like you have the cast system, like levels of power and mm, roles that each person has. When it comes to Thanksgiving, everybody has those family members that you know what their role is. You know, whether it's your cousin or your your grandma. So, what's Brandon? Let's start with you. What what what's the role of 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 Granny on down? See, Granny, she. Grand, you never see Granny eat because Granny always in the kitchen cooking. Like you, I've never, I don't remember seeing my grandma eat. Maybe the like, maybe the next day she had leftovers because she was so busy working. But like, as I get older, I appreciate the cast system because like at first when we was shorty, you know, you you only get like the burgers and like you know the little stuff. You can't get nothing. <laughs> you know, you get like one plate. You got to sit at that table. You know, so you get you get the minimum food. You know. As an adult, now you like you eating more, so now you gotta find a way to conserve the food. So you gotta tell the shorties like y'all get one plate, you know y'all sit over there. Meanwhile, while we as adults at the big table eat up all the food, so I appreciate that. Now as a kid, I didn't, I hated it, but you know Thanksgiving. You know I had the uncle Uh-oh. that a wild uncle. No, not the well. Yeah, he's wild too. He had a, a dual role. He was the one who would ration everybody's plate. And but make sure his plate was massive. You know, it'd be like he has two of everything on his plate, but everybody else has like a half of everything. He's like, you can come back for seconds, and then you come back, it's like nothing left for you to because there's so many people who come by for holidays. So you know, you have to lie and be like, I'm taking this plate to my mom Mm -hmm. or to my grandpa, and then you have the the his other role is just being the one that turns the music on. And he's sweating bullets with his Jerry Curl ponytail. <laughs> and he, he let's go, let's dance. And he starts a whole dance troupe in the middle of Thanksgiving. Yeah, he sound lit, though. Oh, Uncle Charles is super lit. Okay. Shout out to Uncle Charles. <laughs> you got to protect the mac and cheese. That's what you like. That's the first thing to go. Like, yeah. people fight, die. Like, people don't speak for years <laughs> if the macaroni and cheese ain't right or they don't get nothing. <laughs> like, I got family members who haven't spoken like three or four years because... They got to the house and then want a macaroni and cheese left. That that happened to me before, like, but no, it wasn't any left. It just wasn't any macaroni and cheese. Oh, they just didn't make none. Oh, they violated. Switch our like Thanksgiving every year. So one year was at an uncle's crib and like they had some weird stuff. No macaroni and cheese. I was like, y'all still calling him uncle? 
I mean, <laughs> his, his wife that, who did the cooking, like, they're not together anymore. So, you know. Oh, you know, okay. It's probably because she ain't make macaroni and cheese. Yeah. You know? Probably got a lot to do with it. Exactly. And what about potato salad, though? Like, is, is it one specific person making potato salad? It has to be because you can mess potato y'all salad like up. like potato salad cold or warm, though? Like, room, temperature. Like, room temperature. Room like temperature, yeah. cold. Like, put it in the fridge and then, you know. It's cold to me. I like it cold the next day. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely got to be cold the next day. Because when you heat it up with your food, it doesn't taste right. You know, yeah, it like that. It's always cold. Some, some people like heat it up though. Really? Yeah. Nah, they bogus. Yeah, or it's like just warm, been sitting out too long. Like you know. Do not heat up your potato salad. <laughs> uh, another big thing is dressing. Dressing got to be on point. Like yeah. you got to have cranberry sauce. I mix. I, I mix mine with my macaroni. Yeah, yeah. Pumpkin. when it's on a plate, when it's on a plate. Pumpkin yeah. pie, no, sweet potato what? pie. Okay, sweet potato, <laughs> yeah, sweet potato and pumpkin pie. What kind of sweet potato pie have you had? You got like the jewels bar, have you had like somebody grandma like in the kitchen like sweating, like no, putting up foot? No, maybe I've had that. I don't think I've had that. We um, gotta bring. Are you coming to Friendsgiving tomorrow? I'm gonna try to come after the show. I don't mm-hmm. know how long it's gonna go mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the rules <laughs> of Friendsgiving? Is it like the same as Thanksgiving food? Well, okay. I think it'd be dope if you like do you know. It's potluck style. Okay. So we ask everybody. Most people say I'm just bringing alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fine, but we Let usually we try to get everybody to bring their favorite dish. Mm. So that way we have an array of things and then you put in whatever, like on the group message on Facebook, I say, hey guys, this is what we already have. So you don't want people bringing repeats of anything or anything like that. But the idea is just so that friends who might not have family, friends who uh, can't go home, you know, to give them a place to have um, something to be thankful for, have a good time with friends and eat and stuff like that. Do you judge the food, though, as well as, like... Of course you, you do. It, it's, it's fine. Of course well, you I mean, it's fine. Every... The, yeah, you know. You, gotta, you, you just sit it on the table. Now, you put it in the back. Like, you know, you put everything before it, and you take, like... You, you wait for them to walk away, they give it to you. Oh, thank you. Wait for them to walk away. That, put that in the back. No, know. you just put it on the table, and if right. it does not get touched, that is not your fault. You I know, with small portions of everything. Like I'm not that hungry. You know, throw a little bit on this. You know. Yeah, and me and my sister. This is our first time really doing a full Thanksgiving with just mm. friends. Like we're doing. Of course, I'm going to my granny house on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I have to. Yeah. But we're making our first turkey. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm making a a slow cooked pot roast. You gonna be the turkey? No. Oh yeah. Boy, gonna be there. Yeah, my mom said flip it. And that's how you make it juicy. She's gonna be on the phone with us, the whole, or she'll be there. We're probably gonna. We want her. We want her, there. her to be there. Of yeah. course you do, Brandon. No, of not even for that. I mean, I want. I want the turkey to be good. You know. <laughs> Have faith. Have faith in her. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> Most definitely, but. With that whole cast system, it's not what. Who are you considered in that thing now? You know, like for me, they will call me like the the bougie cousin. I'm the comic relief, like the comic relief for the cousin side. All my uncles are probably pretty funny, but you know, I'm always gonna crack some jokes. My my grandma does like a basically like a presentation every year, so I probably crack some jokes as she like did serious <laughs> praying or something. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so that's that's my role. But yeah, we definitely have a cast system. In my family, for sure, for sure, for sure. What's granny? Well, you go. It starts from granny or yeah, higher great grandma. No, so granny, she's like you know, this is her thing. Like Thanksgiving is her thing. She's doing her presentation, but we switch houses every year, so she's not the cook every year. You know, 
we have go from every uncle. It's five boys, so we go to one of their house. So this year, it's another uncle with a different girl. So I don't know if she can come. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, oh, no. Man, I'm keeping my fingers crossed this year. So, Man, y'all should tell them to have a catered or something just to go to Safe Shot. <laughs> she might be good at I it, though. You a never... few people offered me a plate, so I might be all right. But Thursday, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed. Well, let me know how it tastes. Yeah, or if I'm you don't want the plate, I... gonna, it's gonna get, it's gonna I'll take it. It's going to get on social it. media as soon as I find out. <laughs> uh, don't even get me started on that, man. Who are you, Brandon? What's your role at the at the family function? I'm usually in the corner, eyes low, <laughs> you know, eating a lot. Oh, the the high cousin. Yeah, but I'm, the, I'm like, I guess I'm the class clown. I'm not the class clown. I'm the family clown kind of sort of like I don't really take too much serious. So like, I always got a story to tell. So I'm like, you know, that way I can get the most food. If people always listen to you talk and laughing, you okay. kind of just walk around and get what you want to get. <laughs> you know, I had it out three plates by the time I get through finished with this story. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I um I grew up in a family that didn't really uh, celebrate Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, but I celebrated a lot with my friends growing up, and every year I always went to a friend's house. So I would always bring um, a pastry of sorts or like a homemade like dessert dish, um, and then I became known for my dessert dishes. So you were the sweets lady. Mm-hmm. You you came with the snacks. Yeah, and they were the always- high snacks. When everybody goes outside <laughs> and takes a smoke break, they they say, "Hey, mom, yeah. taking a smoke break," yeah. and then they come back eyes red, busted <laughs> open, needing sweets. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, what's y'all What's y'all dessert choice? Sweet potato pie, banana pudding, or peach cobbler? Peach oh, cobbler. Peach yeah. Banana yeah, we here. Yeah. Peach cobbler. What if it's got? It's I like second. granola or something crunchy in the pudding. Is there pudding in it? Is you it like soft? crunchy pudding? No. Nah. Like that sounds real oh, kinky. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Give me some of that crunchy, <laughs> crunchy <laughs> pudding. <laughs> what in the banana pudding? Yeah. Yeah. She just gentrified. But no. Um, yeah. Banana pudding never thought it could I'm happen. the cousin that when you come in, everybody's like, so what are you doing now? Yeah. What's Serenity doing now? And then it's just like, please don't do this to me. You know, like, no. I just want to be here and eat. Like, yeah. let's Wait. not talk about anything that concerns. Everybody asks me, are you still promoting, right? Yeah, I'm going to come, come check you out. Come yeah, you out. I'll be at your I next you event. Yeah. What's yeah. the next one? Yeah. You know, tomorrow. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> Most definitely But I would like to actually get into some more music And when we get back We're going to talk about Cards Against Humanity And the amazing thing That they've done for America Right after we listen to Amber Nicole's Fool in Love This is music that was submitted to me By different artists And every day, every Tuesday I ask for people to just drop their links um, just so that I can have a, an array of music. So I literally came with like 10 songs today. So. so let's listen to Fool in Love by Ember Music right here on Nitty Snocker. Language of beats. 
are back. That second song that I just played was by Thaddeus Tooks, uh, an alumni from Whitney Young. We went to school together. And it's called Thad's Groove. He's been doing things all over the city, plus some. So thank you for sending me your amazing music. Now, let's get to this super awesomely fun, crazy topic, right? The Cards Against Humanity creators. It's a card game where um, it's like really raunchy cards. Like you read a card like um, I want to eat blank for dinner, right? And you have seven white cards in your hand and you pick whatever the craziest card. And some of the stuff is really off the wall. Like you say, I want to eat Trump's finger for dinner. You know, like you can see stuff like that in the cards. And that's how you play it. They're from Chicago and they have a pop up shop here until the end of December. And they did a promotion called Cards Against Humanity Saves America. Um, And it was a series of surprises in the new deck. Uh, It was a fifteen dollar package that you could buy so everybody who bought the $15 package was a part of a big surprise they had what's the big surprise they purchased a plot of vacant land on the border and retained a law firm specializing in eminent domain to make it as time consuming and expensive as possible to get the wall built so each of those people who bought that game is now a part owner of that piece of land so that's like 150,000 people Or something like that. So you have to go through all of these people (laughs) to ask them, well, to tell them, we are going to take your land. But that's a process with each person because they can fight you on it. They can go to court with you. Mm -hmm. And Cards Against Humanity said, you know, the owner said they did it because... Donald Trump is a preposterous golem who is afraid of Mexicans. He is so afraid that he wants to build a $20 billion wall that everyone knows will accomplish nothing. Exactly. So shouts out to Cards Against Humanity. (laughs) And they're from Chicago. Chicago. I'm definitely going to check out the pop-up shop. It's in Block 37, um, the third floor, I believe. Um, And they'll be there through December. I don't even have the game, but I'm tempted just to buy Oh, we have the card. We'll, we're playing it tomorrow night. I have the card game at my house. Yeah, actually, those are also, it was a limited time sale. So I guess it was for them real avid Cards Against Humanity players who get all of the expansion packs. And basically an expansion pack is this new deck of cards that you can use in the game. Sometimes you can buy really like spooky ones for the holidays. Or you can buy like really, really sexual ones. Really, like, right-wing ones, real left You can literally buy any type of expansion pack. But they went ahead and did us a good deed. Two snaps. Three, four, <laughs> five, all the snaps. Support for sure. Yeah, we'll be playing it tomorrow at Friendsgiving. I'm excited about that. <laughs> well, I wish we had an expansion pack at the house, though. Maybe that's... I could figure out how to get one before Friendsgiving. Maybe if I go interview them, they'll give me a free expansion. That's a good idea. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm interviewing you. Can you give me some cards? And <laughs> <laughs> just see how that... Just like that. that. <laughs> it's more likely. But, yeah, I mean, I I brought that up because I think it's really amazing how active millennials are in changing the way things were. And that's they're so afraid of... Even though they say we're lazy and blah, 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 blah. No, we just work different. We live in the age of technology. Doesn't necessarily mean you need a job all the time, a nine to five, you know, because now we live in an in age where we can learn how to make money on the Internet, 
through video games, through all types of things, right? So they're afraid of the vastness of our, our minds because we know so much. They try to keep you down, but Cars Against Humanity saved America. Like <laughs> that, that and like y'all are solution focused. So it's like creating solutions for all the detriment that has been created from the past years. Precisely, and that's, you know... And I, I just like to mention that with this show every time, like solution based shows, good news shows, like ways for people to stop focusing on the nasty. Mm. Like that's what this generation should be more about, you know, and we are really making good strides. Mm -hmm. So shouts out to them. Yeah, for sure. That made me. I was so happy. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> like what what other ways do you think we as, you know, young people being a part of this change, what do you think are ways that we can Im impact as well? Because they did that, you know, by buying a plot of land. What are ways that we can do? Uh, I would say, like, getting involved at the local level. Just, That's know, definitely a great... It's, it's a lot of millennials doing things, so just, you know, even supporting, getting behind the people that's doing something, even if you're not really educated on it. You know, it's a lot of young activists that's, you know, bold and brave and doing stuff that, you know, I probably wouldn't do, but... You know, I was definitely want. You know, we feel like people should support them more. They're true. That's I definitely. Um, it's all about support, and like I hate when I see people doing something good and they're not getting the support that they deserve. Like we back everything else. We back celebrities. We back musicians. We back actors. You know, people are always saying free somebody, but it, it's people that we know personally that's doing major things and trying to make change. And it take a share, a like. Your face, I don't know, you popping up to an event, um, just showing that you support it. I mean, because everybody doesn't have the life to go out and be an open activist, you know? We Very all true. lead different lives. So, but if you can't support what they're doing, you know, donate to their cause, definitely do that. That's true. Um, I'm actually pulling up a tweet that I saw that kind of talks about that, like how we should be <clears throat> a little more supportive of each other. Um, my Twitter's acting weird right now, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, I think I know what tweet you talk. I think but I retweeted Slay, it. Slay um, put a tweet saying, "Let's talk about how millennials are, or how the art scenes here are so segregated and so unsupportive of each other, and afraid mm -hmm. to be around someone else doing great things." Basically, you know, paraphrasing. But I read that and I was like, "That's very, very uh, a very good topic to talk about because." It does seem like there's tons of support in in especially in the art scene, but it's not, you know, because people are clicked up, you know, they stay to to their their friends. They only support their friends. If their friends not on the bill, they won't come. So I think that a solution to that is becoming more understanding of everybody trying to do the same thing with our art and our music and our parties and our fundraisers, you know, come out and realize what the purpose of the event is and don't overlook it because your friend isn't going to be there, you know, yeah, look at thing, it as a way. One thing I've always said, like <clears throat> just for just being in any industry and, you know, Chicago, more importantly, one, a win for one person is a win for everybody because, you know, it's bringing the spotlight. So me, if I have a dope party, that helps the next promoter because it's like, you know, that party was cool. Chicago mm -hmm. nightlife is kind of dope. I'm going to try this out. Mm -hmm. you know, so it's, you know, it's all about supporting everybody in any, in, you know, any each individual, you know, industry. So very you know, true. got to look at, you know, look at everybody as winning together. So Yeah. And it said, um, 
I want to talk about the city's influencers and how they don't really F with each other, how they are necessarily mean and easily threatened. You know, like, that's a real, real issue. But it's slowly but surely turning. Everybody does have their circle of people who will always come out and support. But we have to use our brains to say, how can we get people who don't usually do that Mm -hmm. to come out and see what we're all about? And it's just by being positive at all. Regardless of if they come or not, you still maintain your positivity and, you know, enjoyment of why you wanted to work with them in the first place. Being creative. You guys just be creative. You know, people are looking, people want to do stuff, you know, mm-hmm. even if they don't know they want to do stuff. They want to do something. So you just have to come up with the right thing that, oh, I'm definitely going to that. You know, that's yeah, Dion's pretty good at that. He knows yeah, how to get the people. You just got to, too, like, you got to step outside your own little box. Like, I feel like people, like you said, clicked up and they used to who they're used to, but you're not. Once you've reached who you've reached in that demographic then who else are you you tapped out you know so you got to expand and i'm pretty sure somebody in this market can help you build your brand you know Mm -hmm. we can all help each other but you know some people they they once they get up there they think they're up there they don't want to really help people in the same way because they they don't want to be replaced it's not being replaced we're working together you know everybody needs something everybody can feel a need but you know that's why i think speaking out um, on the issues that we have personal to us, like that we want to support, like speaking out on those issues is really important. And then looking for people who are willing to connect over those issues and then support each other through that process. Like that's how we're all doing this right now. Right. Yeah. That's how we do it, you know. Unicorns unite, Unigang, Glow Gang, Squad. Unigang, Unigang, Unigang. Which is why I would like to go ahead and uh, get you guys excited for something. It is now time for the Unicorn Gospel. <laughs> it is now time. And for the new listeners, new guests, the Unicorn Gospel is my take on, or the group's take, because I'll mention it and speak my part, and everybody gets a chance to say how it it resonates with them. I take a verse, and I speak it in the way of the unicorn. <laughs> okay. so, oh, so this way, since everything's about being grateful and, you know, giving and uh and receiving and understanding this week's unicorn gospel is from galatians 6 9 let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up Mm. so what i took from that is don't stop being your great unicorn self don't stop giving your your joy your radiance to others don't stop smiling and shaking people's hands giving them hugs like effect you know be affectionate with one another it doesn't necessarily mean you you you're interested in any other way but show affection because the more affection you show the bigger your harvest will be for you you know like the more you give the more you receive and if the more you continue to be an awesome unicorn because we are all unicorns in this room you too dion we are all unicorns the proper time you will reap your flow of pixie dust. Like it would just be so much pixie dust that you will not know what to do with it. And all you have to do is stay focused and not give up. You have to keep pushing no matter how hard it is. Appreciate your obstacles. Appreciate your downfalls because that's only going to make you get back up and push 10 times harder. It's essentially the only way we get stronger. 
there's no other way to get strong other than to go through some sort of adversity. So mm -hmm. you're like chalking up your unicornness just by going through the adversity and being like, I got this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a very <laughs> awesome thing to yeah. be a unicorn, you know, and don't stop being a good person. You know, sometimes we really, really want to just get mad and say, oh, and I, I tweeted the other day about it, you know, you you never know what somebody could actually do for you if you stop talking mess about them. Mm -hmm. If you stop, you you didn't like them for a moment. They made you mad for some reason, right? You fell out, talk mess about each other on the internet, whatever. But you're still feeding yourself that negativity and the other person has moved on to greater things. You don't realize what somebody could even do for you. That same person could bring so much into your life if you stop looking at the bad, you know? But you can't force people, so you know... I put my little thing, continue to hate on the queen, you know. <laughs> you know, I had to toss that in there. <laughs> quote that says something like, um, I, I am not your judgments of me. You are your judgments of me. Yes. That's it's crazy because, like, I, I feel like in the last couple of years I've been going through a transition to where I'm not who I used to be in a lot of ways. And so when I'm coming across people who used to, like, deal with me, like, you know, they've been dealing with me for a while. Um, they like to bring up uh, what you used to do, and it's like, like, if you can't accept the change I'm making yeah. now, like mm -hmm. I, I, I can't deal with you. Like it's, and in human nature, I guess the bad always always good. You could do a a million good things for somebody, but as soon as you do one bad thing, that one bad thing outweighs all of the good. You know, so very true. We gotta start like actually looking for the positive. I feel like it's so easy to be negative. It's so easy to to not like somebody for. For no reason, you gotta understand too. Like, people are gonna be who they are. Like, and if you can't deal with that person, like, I can understand somebody. Okay, I don't like what you're doing because it, it hurts my feelings. Okay, then try to change that. But like, some people just have personality traits that mm -hmm. you might not like. You know, this That's person might how be how everybody is. It, if nobody's the same. Nobody's the same. If you can't deal with that person, you need to remove yourself because that person's gonna be who they are. You know. Right. So it's can, all about. Can we not? Can we maybe not like that trait, but still respect the person? Mm -hmm. like, is yeah. that possible? I, I got think some it's friends very possible. So who don't have, who don't know how to use an inside voice? They loud, like <laughs> they laugh loud. <laughs> you know, it's like, bro, be quiet. Like, like not to put my homie Flash on blast, but like <laughs> we love you, Flash. we love you, Flash. But sometimes Flash, his voice be on ten. You know, <laughs> but that's Flash. You know, I can't get mad at Flash. Like, bro, why are you so loud? Me getting mad at Flash for being loud would just be me getting mad because I want to get mad. Exactly. There's mm -hmm. nothing he's going to do or nothing I can do to change this yeah. man's exactly. voice. Exactly. Somebody's presence should not affect you that much. So you should continue yeah, yeah. being like, a good person. Like that down. And then what like can you presence do? should not affect you that much. That mm -hmm. That's real. Well, I mean, if it's going to affect you, it, it at least wants to affect you in a positive way, right? I feel like somebody's presence affects you like that. You, I need to sit down and have a conversation. Like to, cause but some people, you honestly, you can, you have to let them go through that on their own. You know what I'm saying? Witness their process. You cannot, you can try and talk to somebody and see if they'll be understanding, but you have to allow them to process those emotions and feelings on their own. If they never do, you can still just love them from a distance. That and like communication is key. Like at, at what point in time do we allow ourselves to communicate our anger rather than just act out of our anger, mm -hmm. you know, and our frustration and all of that. So, I mean, sometimes like you want to communicate. I know that sometimes when I, when I'm, when I'm angry, I, I used to just respond immediately. Like I eat you up like verbally. Oh like, yeah. Uh, I like, used Ooh. Like I couldn't like you done. I'm like, oh, you done? You done? Oh, my turn. But like now it's like <laughs> I take a step back. If I get a text that I don't like, I'll be like, I'll let it sit there for a while, just so I can think about. Okay, 
Brandon, your first reaction is probably going to be amplified because you upset right now. Mm-hmm. Once you give yourself a little bit of time to think about what you're doing and what, you, what you're what you looking at, it's like, it's not even that serious. Right. This person is being who they are, you know? Right, and they're not meaning to right. offend you. Yeah. They're just being offended by some old thing that happened in the past that's like being triggered in the moment, and you're just like, hmm. I call that pause the hmm moment, where you're just like, like in hmm. between the space of like getting something and then like making a response. It's like and all in all, moment. it's... To take it back to, you know, what the gospel is about is just really not allowing that to affect the good that you do, not allowing it to discourage you because it's very discouraging to feel like nobody, people don't like you or they're against you and um, situations are against you, not necessarily just people, but you really have to learn. And it's hard, you know, it's not an easy thing. And if you need to cry, yell, scream, punch a wall, Throw a piece of glass, do it to get that energy out of you, and then remember, okay, let me get back to being focused so that I can receive my pixie dust, you know? And I feel like this last thing I'm going to say, I feel like sometimes we so focus on the people that's not supporting us, we forget the people that do support us, you know? Because I don't know, something about negativity has is it's so attractive, I guess, you know? You remember, you can remember like these 10 people that didn't want to work with you, but you forget the 20 people that got you to where you at right now, you know? So you just got to. Look at it perspective-wise. My two cents on it. If, if you're dealing with someone that's negative and, you know, sucking your energy out, just cut them off and don't think twice. Like, it's not even worth it. Like, I, I don't, I'm not around nobody. I don't like being around ever. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's, it's not worth it to me. I'm mm-hmm. too positive. Got too much going on. So, you know, I just choose not to deal with people. Because we're grown now. You know what I mean? Very people, true. You are who you are. I don't have time. You, if you're going to change, you know, do it, and then we'll, we'll, you know, we'll link back up. But I'm not pulling nobody with me. I'm not dragging nobody. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. going to force no relationships. You know, that's, that's, that's what I'm on, pretty much. And then doesn't it just make you make your good connections that yeah. much stronger? For real. You, like, you see those you people, you're like, man, it, you're like, so yeah, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. it, it, things fall into place when you, your mind is focused. Right. When you start thinking about the wrong things, that's when the wrong things start presenting themselves more often. Not saying that you're not still going to get your, your benefit yeah. at the end of stuff, but it's going to make it that much harder if you forget what your purpose was and what you're doing. But I would like to get into more music, more musica. This time I'm playing a song by Trap Nerd, my favorite, favorite scientist aka rapper like aka cold person with backpacks called only pack this song is called ikw ikw and you will understand it as soon as you hear it and here's ikw right here on nitty snocker i know where i'm going i know where i'm going i'm miles Goals bigger than the World Cup winning shot, win or not. I am not stopping till I'm in the box. When is that? I cannot call it that's a signal drop. When you fly, who you got by your side? Tell me if it's Ken or not. Will I settle down? Probably not. That's my inner thought. Tell me, how can the center tell me if it's in or not? Keep your two cents for the penny drop. All you got? Probably not. Keep your judgment for the cherry pop. And I'ma do it how I want to, want to. Cause you ain't never do it how you could. You're afraid and you wanted me to 
Cause you ain't never do it how you should So projecting on me is what you won't do I would rather shoot up for the stars and miss Than to never take a chance of what I could do And end up 20 years later regretful and pissed So I'm like I know where I'm I know where I'm going I know where I'm And I know where I've been Hey, motherfucker, fake friend, that ain't never did shit for me. And all them critics, that ain't never make a hit for me. You wasn't with me, what you expect to get from me? I'm honest. <laughs> when was the last time you pursued a dream? I'll wait, or did you let them kill your self-esteem? And be that way, let them hate, tell them you believe. So you can breathe, it ain't over till you can see. Till you deceive, babe, I'm working, trying to be a king. And you the queen, when I'm hurting, can you be that pain pill to relieve? And to all them fake ones with hidden agendas, you kids know that. A middle finger presented, and I ain't betty like that. Well, I'm lying, but at least you know that I was already like that. So I ain't change, I'm just more myself. Maturing while I'm growing my wealth, assuring that I'm growing myself. I'm understanding that we all need help. It's not a sign of weakness, every mountaintop has a Base of support beneath it So I'm peeping who was really present And who was invested Who was checking up on me And who was hit for a check Cause I know I know where I'm I know where I'm gone I know where I'm And I know where I've been Hey motherfucker fake friend That ain't never did shit for me And all them critics That ain't never make a hit for me You wasn't with me What you expect to get from me I'm honest <laughs> Stop saying 
we are back. That second song that I just played was by an artist that goes by the name of Cautious Clay. It's a cool name. There's a and that's crazy. There's another artist in my nitpicks playlist by the name of Cassius. Nice. Tay. No, yeah, Cassius Tay. Yeah. And this guy is Cautious Clay. So that song is called Cold War, and it was remixed by an artist named I Am Nobody. And, of course, the first song was IKW by my homie Dexter Spitz. Say, you know, it's a smooth day. I got to go home and cook and stuff. So, you know, like, I'm trying to prep myself to be ready for that. And, yeah. Okay, I'm making mac and cheese, greens with smoked turkey. And okra and all that good stuff in it. And I'm doing sweet potatoes. My grandmother, I called her while I was at the store. I was like, hey, you make the best sweet potatoes. Can <laughs> I please make them? And she gave me the recipe. <gasps> she did. Yeah. Oh, so exciting. I'm going to be making It has like pineapples and stuff in it. Like the important dishes. Like, I do. So you know, I got a lot like of work to do. <laughs> You're really cooking all day. This is the food that makes you fall asleep at Friendsgiving. <laughs> We're probably going to have a huge sleepover, honestly. I feel like people are going to like, can I pass out here? Sleeping bags. Bring what it's a big cozy house, so you know it's more than enough space for people to pick a spot on the floor <laughs> upstairs. It literally is tons of space, but I'm very excited to eat because food. But it is now time for Share Speaks Light, and this is also a very um, enlightening portion of Nitty's Knocker, and you can take the floor. Hey, hey, and welcome to Shara Speaks Light. Today, it's um, we're talking about gratitude, right? Yeah. And um, in the previous weeks, we talked a little bit about how gratitude is literally the gateway to feeling amazing, to getting what you want, to receiving, to connecting. So I thought maybe it would be cool if we could just go around and say what we're grateful for just in these moments, and then see how good we feel after that and make a little note of what it feels like in our bodies and our sensations to express such gratitude. Very true. Hmm. You let's, go first. let's start with you. Okay, what are you? I'm grateful for my life. Uh, you know, being in good health, my family, uh, everything I pretty much got going on right now. I'm working with my family on some things. So, you know, I'm real big on family. And, you know, having the good people around me. So, shout out to everybody. Mm, awesome. Yeah. Man, thank you. Um, well, I'm grateful for... I hope my voice don't sound crazy on the radio. Like, <laughs> I've been thinking about that. <laughs> you sound good. I don't know how I'm talking right now. <laughs> it sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I Believe me, I'd let you know if you were... Well, right. fix that, you know. Uh, you sound too low or something, I would let you know. All right, cool. <laughs> Grateful for Nitty giving you some honest feedback there. Oh, yeah. She's real. I know that. <laughs> too real sometimes. Look. Like, <laughs> trust. I know that. Yeah. He, like I said, he knows me from my times. So, you know, I'm, a, I'm a, a bit of a different person now. But I am grateful for um, change. Um, I'm grateful for discernment. I uh, didn't really have that before. Uh, and I would always be with the wrong crowds and getting hurt really bad because I wouldn't pay attention to the signs. So I'm grateful that I can see that now. Um, I'm 1,000% grateful for Nitty's Knocker. Mm. Um, this is honestly my therapy. 
So this is and it, it helps others in the same instance, you know, it brings these entrepreneurs out and gets people excited to to hear their music being played for God knows how many people. It's a lot of listeners. And yeah. from what I was told and that pushed me to say, we got to go hard. We have to keep this going so that this becomes a national market, you know, Um and I'm grateful for my my family, for my for my support system, not even just family, but my actual support system of people who sit through my tears, <clears throat> sit through my struggles, toss me money when I need it. People who understand your vision and, and what you're trying to do with your life is definitely something to be grateful for. And we have to pay attention to it a lot more because those are the ones that count. Those are the ones that matter. Every person that's invested into me personally, financially, mentally, whatever, you know, thank you. I'm so grateful for them. Right. Brandon, what are you grateful for? Um, Clarity. I know that might sound cliche, but like just this year has really opened my eyes and showed me a lot of things. And I'm thankful for having a mind to accept all of that, you know, and wanting to change. Thankful for the many people i met a lot of cool people this year like really and i feel like 2018 gonna be a great year so we go into that we go into 2018 with that prospective gratitude and then we can't lose like truly we just can't um i know you're gonna ask me what i'm grateful for Mm -hmm. i'm waiting i'm like so Um, I'm grateful for opportunity. This year has given me so many great opportunities to connect with people like you and to meet people who um, are looking to connect and in a way of spiritual awakening and awareness and support and um, kind of like family, you know, just like everybody getting I like that word. Yeah. Family. Um, and yeah, I'm really grateful for that. And I'm really grateful for the fact that I am learning my new skill level and being able to channel that information that's totally unicorny um, and bringing that light into the world in my unique way. Um, so yeah, um, I also wanted to let people know that if they wanted to share what they were grat- grateful for, they can share it on your webpage or your Facebook page and just let us know what they're working on in terms of gratitude. But gratitude really is the gateway to abundance. And so how do, how do you guys feel right now knowing that we just talked about all this awesome gratitude? I feel very smiley. Yes, right? <laughs> Yeah, like super light and airy and it just takes you out of whatever you were feeling before. So it's like, um, have you ever listened to Abraham Hicks? No. Okay, so Abraham Hicks is a channeled consciousness by a woman and she channels this consciousness that's like a teacher consciousness. And um, one of the expressions was, um, all my things are going wrong, what do I do? And she's like, well, one thing has to be going right. And if you spend time in gratitude over that one thing that's going right, you can set the stage for all the other things to happen. So be grateful for just the one thing. And even if it means like you put on your shoes in the right place mm-hmm. on that day, it's like, man, I put my shoes on today. I got clothes. <laughs> I got, you know, I got a place to sleep. Like, that's what I'm grateful for. I cleaned my ninja bar today. <laughs> Yes, be grateful for that. That was a process. Oh my god, <laughs> the Ninja bar. Coffee Bar. Get uh, it? Is that, Get it? This is a single serve Ninja Coffee Bar. 
drink coffee. It don't matter. You drink frappuccinos or lattes, <laughs> all that cool stuff. You can make all of it with that one machine. It's like a hundred bucks. See, I'm grateful for that. If you don't drink coffee now, don't start, man. It's a bad habit, man. No, not when you got a coffee bar. Because you can make, you can, it has the thing where you can do the milk, like the frothy milk, and you can steam it on the side. It has all of that. Why would you not want to drink a latte? <laughs> you can make your own. She become a, a caffeine addict just because of the coffee maker. Well, like. Yeah, I'm like excited to go home and make What's coffee? the point of drinking decaf coffee? I've never understood that. Though. Maybe liking the taste. I'm grateful for the decaf coffee because it is, I like used to be used today. to be a coffee drinker, though. I, I was a caffeine drinker. Okay. And then I stopped drinking caffeine. So you just like for just like the. And it's like a social thing, right? Like you hang out with people and they're like, want to get a coffee? You're like, okay, yeah, I'll get a coffee. Yeah, I like you, so I'm going to hang out. Okay. You know, <laughs> coffee. You know? So I'm the only idiot that's been getting real coffee the whole time at night. Don't be drinking at night. That's why you don't sleep, man. Shoot. <laughs> but, Dion, you said that there is... Um, I want to talk more about tantrum towards the end of the night so that people can know how to be a part of the Friday and things like that. But let's talk about your ski trip. Okay. Well, uh, this will be the second one. Last year I did my first one, obviously. Uh, we took about 80 people to Devil's Head Ski Resort. It's in Wisconsin. It was an idea. Like, a few of my friends brought it to me, like, yo, this would be dope if you did this. And I partnered with another guy. So, uh, you know, it was pretty cool. This this year it'll be MLK weekend, mm-hmm. and that's like January 13th through the 15th. We're going to do Saturday through Monday. And, I mean, it's a great time. Like, you know, the cabins, they let you kind of, you know, kick it, do do whatever you need to do. It's hotel rooms, suites, you know, whatever you It's do. Colorado, right? No, it's in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, like, no, like he a, said Colorado. Yeah, it's like a three-hour drive, but, you know, if, if you know what I mean, you can, you know, Colorado it out up there. Okay, you know, okay. They're, they're real open-minded. Like so that. what's the, like how that. do people become part of this, and, like, what are the fees well, associated? Well, uh, this one, I'll be, I've been kind of focusing on Foodie Heaven, so I didn't even update my website yet, but it'll be done maybe, like, Monday. So just, you know, follow me. I'll leave my social media, but... Uh, that, that's really it. D pose before L. Yeah, it's gonna stay that way. <laughs> that's my high school click. You know, I'm doing still the same. Before L. Yeah, before L. We were out before D for L too. Like, oh. Was, we were out a year later. Laffy Taffy came out. They like yo. They, they, they knew what they, they, they us, yeah right? they definitely yeah. took yeah. your style <laughs> for real. Shout out to the guys. Yeah, but now the ski trip would be dope. Like, so it was eighty people last year. I'm expecting a couple hundred. You know what I'm saying? And and I mean, it's just you know we didn't do much skiing. So mm-hmm. this year, I, about maybe about thirty people skied out of eighty. That's 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 cool. You know? Black people, no. Yeah, so I don't want to fall. I don't want to. We're gonna really ski. We're gonna we're gonna make sure we do it. The so right do they way. give lesson? Like, do they teach yeah, they, you, you know, and everything? Body. They have the training, but we just kind of like party so hard mm-hmm. we came up day party we partied on the bus <laughs> then we had a comedy show then a pajama party that lasted you know all this seems like so skiing is the, a unicorn should be skiing is just too. a title to just get people there we're going <laughs> like, we're not much skiing quote unquote good. skiing time, you know allocated so you know some people made it skiing other people yeah like <laughs> It was, you know, ski time. We had a, you know, uh, what you call Come it? On, you, you, you know, black people, we got skiing, or we got this yeah. day party. Yeah. <laughs> I got to make sure I ski, because people was kind of following my lead, like, oh, you going to ski up there? I'm like, nah, I'm not skiing. You know, I'm trying to just kick it. So, 
this year I'm skiing. You know, I'm gonna make sure I come prepared. I'd be tobogganing. So, That's what I'd be doing. Uh, yeah. The what? Like tobogganing. The, what, so what is that? Oh my goodness. Sledding. Oh, okay. Oh, Sledding. I'm Canadian, man. So what, is it, tobogganing? <laughs> what is a toboggan? She probably had a whole team. <laughs> right. A whole, what was that movie? The Jamaican bobsled movie oh, yeah. that was on Disney Channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my movie. Hey, shout out to the Nigerian. Cool. Oh, yeah. Bobsledding uh, team. One of the girls, she graduated a year above me, Sean Adigan from HF, Homewood Floss Marshall. Ooh, shout out. Shouts out. Yeah. That's great said, news. We gonna shout them out. They say they're from Chicago anyway. You know. Go crazy. And also, so I'm, I'm also gonna <laughs> shout out my best friend who lives in LA. I went to visit her a few weeks after her baby boy was born. His name, call him Blue. I call him Blue. And he's three months today. So, shouts out to baby Blue for being like so cute and like, <laughs> She stood him up in a picture like, girl, his knee's not ready, but he look cute, you know. <laughs> shout out to him for making three months. That makes me very, very happy. And shout out to his awesome mom. Samantha is doing her thing out there in L.A. It's definitely a crazy place to do anything. Yeah, and she is, is pushing. So shout out to her for being amazing. Yeah, LA is definitely another city of hustlers, for sure. Very you true. You got to go out there and get boost on the ground. <laughs> 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 you coming back. <laughs> you, yeah, real quick. Yeah, you Thank you. You thought, huh? <laughs> you thought. You get you some money. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to go ahead. This Okay, so I'm playing two songs now. They're by the same artist. Mm. This kid is from Milwaukee, I believe. Um, but he is just... Fun- no, I think he's from Minnesota. He's from Minnesota. But he is amazing. His name is Aaron A. He was born in 1996. So he's young and just... Uh. First song we're going to play is called Care For Me. And the second song is called Since 96. So here's Aaron A. right here on Nitty Snocker. See, I must watch my back, cause niggas put up a front I'm out here walking my walk, what you expect me to run? I'm on my last hundred dollars, that's all I got for the month But shit, I'm still gonna have fun, cause shit, I feel like I won I've just been going through the motions, cooking up the potions Jumbo J's, I'm rolling, even bottles open Really, I was hoping that God was in his office I sent a message to heaven and I hope that he got it like this isn't fair for me Please say a prayer for me Show me you're there for me I know you care for me Life isn't fair for me That's cause my heart weighs a ton Got women coming in twos They must all think I'm the one I really don't like the truth I really don't like the stunt But shit, you know I gotta do what I have to This shit is every day Feel like I got something to say Please get these niggas out my way It's written all over my face God can't 
to my mama getting ready for work Miss when they all talked about me and that shit didn't hurt Missing the days where I only put God in Sydney first Miss when I played it and niggas instantly went berserk They hiding shit like a cop in the room Yeah, Niggas only talk when I'm not in the room Yeah, Clean sweep niggas, I'm hot with the broom Wanna see the whole thing, I'm not with the zoom Lyrics in my history, they probably make a couple millies But I'm stuck up in the city, got a need for you to hear me I really hope that you can hear me Life isn't fair for me, uh Me at all. And maybe by now you should know Cause everybody else 
single dollar I had to come back to my city But I never gave up Cause ain't nobody fucking with me Example A of what it really means to be alone There will never be another You will never find a clone I'm not doing this for fun Bitch I'm coming for the throne Either I'm really off the shits Or I'm just really in my zone I was dreaming for a long time But shit is now reality A lot of old girls that just couldn't stay mad at me Been a long time coming and you hate it nigga I'll be the first and last to say it I'm the greatest nigga since 96 friends is by a guy who just turned 21 or will be shortly if his birthday has not passed yet but that his music literally i don't repost anything onto the nitty knocker soundcloud page per se i like and add it to a playlist i almost reposted that to my page i was like y'all need to know what this kid is talking about listen to him He's great. Yeah, he is great. He gave two different vibes, and they were both amazing, yeah. you know? And he's so young. So, he's so young. So, Aaron A., you know, I, I got to reach out to you. I, I need ends on you because <laughs> you got the juice. But I would like for us to go ahead and get into our combo for the week. The topic this week is being grateful for your fail- failures and obstacles. So, what I want from everybody is to just be able to say a story of a failure or an obstacle that you've seen transform your life into something better because you didn't give up. Mm-hmm. You need a moment to think about that one. You said a failure that turned that end up helping you in the long run? Well, because you know all of them are lessons, right? Mm-hmm. Every failure, everything that you go through is a lesson. <laughs> it, either you're grateful for it or you regret it, right? So what have you learned to be grateful for as far as failures that has to help shape where you are now? You want to go first? Uh, no, you can go. <laughs> I, okay, so when I was in high school... I really wanted to get into college, to university. And so you, I applied to all the schools to get in. I really wanted to be a speech-language pathologist. And um, I didn't get into any of the university programs. And I really thought I was like a real huge failure. But I did get into this one college program. Um, oh, this was after my undergraduate. Not after high school. After my undergraduate. So I was applying for my master's. And um, I got into one college program. And um, for a moment, I was like, I suck. I really suck, and I'm going to go to this college program, and it's not going to be great. But what it let me do in that time is take my grades from kind of mid-average to, like, 
on point. Like I had like a 2.7. I went up to a 4.0, which is like perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that school fed into another school in the United States. So then I could move to the United States and get a really awesome education. So what it taught me about was like wait for the good things because they will come even though it might not be right here right now. It's still coming if I maintain my faith. And I became a speech language pathologist even after all the teachers when I went to undergraduate they told me I'd never make it and mm-hmm. I made it you know and it's like these are the failures that other people are seeing in me and it's like I overcame all of that too so time and tenacity perseverance and faith really helped me out through my adversity ah, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> I had to find my belt where's my belt <laughs> but yes that's awesome and just shows what a little determination can get get you through. Like people look at school sometimes as, you know, because I've ha- I've been in situations where I was just like I just I don't feel smart anymore. I don't feel this way anymore. But when you say that to yourself, it it shows. Yeah. So by you pushing and persevering and going to that one school, yeah. it got you where you wanted to be. Right, and like feeding myself the good stuff. Just being like I can do this no matter what anybody says. Very That's true. Real. I'm kind of piggybacking off what she's saying because I, I don't really, I don't really want to share like a failure. I would just say like basically, you're kind of battling with your mind. I, and I'll speak on like doing events and stuff like that, turning an idea into action. Like you know, it's it's never, it's never. You think of stuff like man, that would be dope if I could do this. You really can do it. You just have to start it. Like just do it. And even you know, starting your idea small, it'll grow. So you know, what I mean that's. Like not battling, not not psyching yourself out of saying I can't do something or I can't apply for that job because you know I don't I don't have all the comp, uh, you know all of the thing on my resume qualifications that you know they're asking for. Just go for it. Like you're probably the person they're looking for. You know you're probably just the person you know for the job. The person that you think they're looking for is not applying. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think you know people need to just you know get started doing stuff. Like you really can do anything you want if you do it though you know you got to do it so i'll just go with that like you know learning learning over the past few years you know i don't have to wait on someone to do something for me when i can just you know do exactly what i want so each I, I'll journey that. starts with a step yeah mm-hmm. oh <laughs> write that down <laughs> <laughs> it was not my own yeah. we be out here with the quote with the quotes <laughs> all the time <laughs> That's real. I get that in my head, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's real. What about you, Brandon? Um, I'm trying to think of an instance where I like completely failed. Um, I don't know. I feel like my bigger issue is actually taking risks that I might, like... I'm not a big risk taker, and I feel like sometimes you got to take risks, and you you might fail, you know? And that's my, my biggest fear is failing, but you don't know if you will fail if you don't attempt to do mm-hmm. anything i think you gotta you gotta just you know try to monitor the risk you're taking though like yeah you know I, I could take a l on something that's you know not exactly monetary you know as opposed to you know just all right that event wasn't the best but i didn't lose ten thousand dollars on that event you know right. what i'm saying but you know it's just what you know the smart risk yeah i mean definitely definitely smart risk but just risk in 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 themselves, like you gotta be able to get out of your comfort zone and take that risk. A lot of times, like we get stuck in in, in certain places because it's like, okay, if I take this big step, 
what's gonna happen. I, I don't know the unknown, and so you you, you kind of fear of like what might happen if you do this and you might fail, you know. So that I've moved away from that kind of like believing in yourself a little bit because a lot of times like my biggest fear on failing is self doubt, you know, like. What if I don't have enough to push me to go do this? You know, but now it's like when I started believing in myself and having that confidence, like, hey, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Let's get it done. Well, what's on the other side of that? Like, we have risk, like, right in the middle. Okay, here's the risk. And on the other side, there's this risk of failure. But then on the other side, there's, like, risk of success. Yeah. And it's like, why not just hold on to that, you know? It's like something that um, I mentioned before on the show about – Con- like actions having consequence regardless of if it's good or bad right, right. Mm-hmm. you look at the action of the consequence versus the future of it because you know and the action is going to be a good consequence mm-hmm. well i might make some money from this the bad consequence i could lose a couple hundred dollars but when you start thinking beyond that it causes troubles you know because you're trying to process well if i do make some money what do i do next what if this happens or this happens or this happens you know and then you start overthinking a process um, instead of just being con- being in that place where you're like, okay, I know that something is going to come from this. Yeah, it'll grow you know, from this. this is gonna it's going to teach experience. me something, right. whether it's the, not what I really want to happen or whether it is what I really want to happen. And um, I'm, I'm a little more open with talking about my obstacles and things like that. Like for me, depression is, was a huge or is still a huge obstacle for me in the form of food. You know, it used to be me not eating. When I was 18, 19, I would just not eat anything. And I was a stick. It was cute a little bit because I still had thighs and booty, you know, but it was still like stick thighs and booty, you know. But um, in the past couple years, two and a half years or so, um, dealing with a past relationship um, caused me to doubt myself more and more and more every day. Um, And I would eat. And it would be some days where I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm just going to eat everything in the, in the kitchen right now, you know, and I would do it and it would be good. Yeah. But then I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, what are you doing to yourself? So I'm grateful that I can understand that that's what my vice was, you know, that that is the thing that caused me to go into ugly places. So it taught me to let go of things a little easier still hard but it still taught me to let go of things and it also taught me that you can have other outlets for your expression you know it used to be dance for me um until an incident happened where I couldn't dance anymore you know so it was just like okay what do I do now I eat I work on my computer all day I find a work from home job you know it wasn't really putting myself back into a place of um being around active situations so um I'm definitely a person who is very grateful for every single thing that I've been through because it could have been a lot worse every single time, you know? So that's about looking at the actions of the consequence or the uh, consequences of the action, you know? Yeah, a lot of times it was bad, but I never looked past how bad it was, you know? It was just bad in the moment, and I knew that that's the only place I could be because if I thought into the future of how bad it was, it would turn me into a true monster, you know, physically, mentally, everything. And I had to take myself back. And um, everybody who I've been talking to lately say I'm reclaiming my power. You know, Serenity, you were so powerful. You were so about it. You were 
this is that it's yours get it back you know so by me understanding my obstacles and my failures it shows me yep that did happen but it's not going to happen again because you know you know where your power is have you heard of um the quote that says no mud no lotus no you know you coming with him today (laughs) no mud no lotus that's you know and the lotus emerges from the swamp of the water and it's the most one of the most beautiful plants out there so it's like you know you're gonna bloom you're gonna go and be beautiful and you're gonna go through a lot of swampy murky stuff but on the end you're gonna come out blooming lotus you know very true Mm -hmm. but you know I just wanted to kind of talk about, you know, that as our weekly topic, because we do forget to be grateful for the bad. You know, we only look for the good to be grateful for. And we have we sit and we're like, um, well, I'm grateful for my family. Um, I'm grateful for this. What bad are you grateful for? You know, what issues, what complications are you grateful for? Because those all mold you into the person that we all are here right now and the person we will be five years from now, you know. I could tell you mean story, but I'll leave that for another day. Ooh, <laughs> spill the tea. But I want to play more music. Um, I'm going to play a song uh, by my girl Simone. She's snapping with this music. Her EP Ready is on iTunes. You just type Ready and Simone and it'll come right up. And it's called, um, what is the name of this one that I'm playing? The name of the song I'm playing is called Ready. so we're going to go ahead and take a listen to that right here on nitty's knocker and when we get back we will be talking about 11 controversial topics or controversial free topics that you can talk about on thanksgiving with your family Mm. Uh, to make conversation easy just take about three or four minutes (laughs) to come up with those right now (laughs) right here on nitty's knocker Fear it'll run your mind You gotta 
Featuring Teddy Jackson, who is another amazing musician. He's been on tour with Chance as one of his backup singers. Um, has been on Saturday Night Live. Done a lot of really cool stuff. So we're playing music from people who are about their business when it comes to this industry. But I would like to talk about 11 things that you can talk about on Thanksgiving that won't cause a fight in your family. Because it happens, right? It happens yeah. quite often. Yeah. 11 things? You don't think that's too many? <laughs> no, I think we can do it. You need to keep firing them off so that... No so, so far them. we got Adele. Adele. Okay, so you can... I think that you can talk about dogs. Because <laughs> everybody loves dogs. Right. Somebody in the room gonna say, "Sounds just like your uncle Pete." Come on now. <laughs> what else? I mean, I know. What's on the list? Well, the list is isn't loading because I don't think it wants. Every time you come up with a, um, a something to say that's not controversial, I'm gonna find something to make it controversial. Yeah, I think you can make anything controversial. She said, well, "We talk about dogs." I said, "I said somebody auntie gonna be in a like sound like your uncle Pete." <laughs> Talking about dogs, where's your uncle? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I mean, Adele though, like, what can you say wrong about Adele? Adele, what about Jasmine Sullivan? Right. They love Adele. Yeah, we could go, we could go. <laughs> um, okay. What about? Okay, all right, the Olympics. 
something negative? Not controversy. Controversy, though. We're not just speaking uh, on, you know, I'm people not liking you. something. But controversy. The Olympics. I know some people that feel negatively about the Olympics just because they use that to, like, tear down the projects. They were saying, you know, we're going to tear down the projects. We're going to build all this. And they, the Olympics never even came to Chicago. You know, they didn't build anything. You know, True. People still do talk about that, actually. Uh, like, I know what I would say if I was brought to that topic. What would you like, say, Brandon? <laughs> I'd be like, you see how they did Ryan Lochte when he stole that stuff? And he, you know, they... Like made it piped it down, so it wasn't a big deal. But when uh, Mr. Ball and his sons was in China, you know, they made that a whole scandal. You know, they even had made him apologize to President Trump. Like that's what I was saying. No, he didn't though. Yeah, he definitely did. Shouts out for him for no, saying. The, the, the son did. So like, what oh, the son did. Yeah, because he he initially tweeted like, I wonder if those three kids are gonna say thank you for me helping them get out, and they all three said thank you. So why why are you now? I, you know, LeVar Ball needs to say thank you. Like, why does he have to say something? Because it's Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt. He didn't say the other kids. What about... I think this is a, I think, okay, so this is a white people type of list right here. Cause it say you can talk about the Kardashians and it not be controversy. Oh, no. That we're going to talk about that was like two hours. That's the biggest controversy in, in a cultured Thanksgiving. Okay. You cannot bring up Kylie. so hated. It seems like everything they do, it's like, yo. Because like, it's no respect to the culture. That's why. Like, I don't care if they did it. You know, like, if you doing it and you know where you got it Just pay homage. That's all we but ask. But they literally allow people to call cornrows Kardashian braids. Really? Yeah. That was a thing. When she first started wearing the new the new thing are the Kardashian braids. Like, if she had two cornrows in her hair, you know. And Kylie, like, the lips. Black women and colored women, cultured women who have fuller lips, like Hispanics, African Americans, get criticized for their lips. Mm. Kylie gets these injections, and everybody's like, "Oh, the lip, the lip." <laughs> we love the lip. They date all of the black men. They try to impregnate themselves by all of the black men. You know, speculated. So it's just it's speculated. Just a, but that's what I'm saying. It's a con, it's a definitely a controversial topic. Tom I mean, I, Hanks, though, you can talk about Tom Hanks. There's no controversy behind Tom Hanks. I do think everybody likes Tom. He Forrest Gump. People see him as Forrest Gump. He's not even like. Yeah, like. Mama said life is like a box of chocolates Cause you never know what you gonna get This here says that Ask, any, right. ask if anyone saw Sully Even though you totally didn't <laughs> Tell me about the movie with the plane With the I, pilot I Is that, that what it is? I, I thought it was like Yeah he definitely was a uh, pilot and he Oh but then wasn't that a play off of the one with Denzel right. yeah, in it? No it was Controversy too, too look too, No no Controversy. Okay 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 Listen <laughs> See, listen, listen, listen. In today's age, Sully, today. Sully was about the pilot who landed his plane on top of the water and saved those people. That's a real story, nonfiction. Oh, flight. Oh, okay. Flight. Okay, okay. No, Castaway. <laughs> flight is a movie, is a fiction movie based off this pilot who. Now, if you want to use an actor to talk about in Thanksgiving, Denzel. Denzel, you can't go wrong with Denzel. Yeah, that's, you know? That's very true. Everybody's going to say they love Denzel. That's if you don't, you get put out. Yeah. You, you got to get put out. Yeah, but now Castaway is something else. Uh, somebody old grandma gonna say she always got her arms out. <laughs> always showing her legs. What about the daughters? He half black. Her husband not even all the way black. He not even a black president. <laughs> My bad. Shoot. 
What about um, school? This one's hard because, like, can you, know, you talk about school? Sometimes parents are like, books don't put food on the table. This? What are you doing with your life? What's in going front on? of the family? Yeah, exactly. That's like not fun. How's school? Get- and then they're like, uh, don't want to talk about it. And mom's like, actually, she's she's trying to. She's you trying just six got a year. D. <laughs> she been getting her bachelor's for six years, and the whole family like. <laughs> at least I ain't go to school like, right. that's why I ain't go to school cause I knew I'd be in there for 10 a controversy somebody like you still in school over there like no you still in school you're gonna ask out loud in front of everybody like you still in school baby I don't need to be a school person the whole time I don't need A's and B's to get these dollars that would be me that would be me at the party C's get degrees that was my slogan in school what'd you say C's get degrees Hey, you gotta coast through sometimes. <laughs> you gotta get it done. You gotta get it done. All that matters is the paperwork. They don't care that you were a valedictorian in college. Like what? Be a doctor or something. Yeah, if you're okay. True, doctors, lawyers, and people mess with my money. Accountants, you stay in school as long as you need to because we need you to be on your p's and q's. Well, I know. This is okay. This list is very controversial. How good the food is. Oh, no, nah, because then, like he said, you having Thanksgiving at different people's houses. It's going to be some controversy at <laughs> Thanksgiving for it's real. Something's going to be up. Yeah. You know, we should have went to Aunt Mabel's house because, you know, she throw down. Now we over here at Uncle Jim crib and <laughs> his wife don't know how to cook. They always ask, Look at that dirt like on the it? table. All right. I can't enjoy my food. Like they, you can have like you can you can have your you can have your house clean from bottom to top, top to bottom. They gonna find something. The speck of dirt. Look at this. Oh, she knew we was coming over here a month ago. She could have dusted, could have cleaned. I Just, can't even enjoy my food. Right. I'm not even gonna eat it. Look at it. I don't even want it. Put it. Put some foil on it. Oh, most definitely. Good luck with Thanksgiving. Hey, my thing is the house is nice. So at least you got a nice house and we'll have booze. Juicy turkey. It will be. I promise. I'll send you a photo. I'll send you a video uh, to I'm show. Listening to the next next edition. Next so week. <laughs> the turkey was dry. <laughs> we failed you. <laughs> what about the weather? Can you talk about the weather without it being controversial? Yeah. Well, unless you bring up global warming. No issues about the weather. Well, yeah, this year I feel like it's not a good topic because the weather has caused a number of disastrous things. And people, you'll have that argument of global warming versus no global warming. Just talk about the sun. That's it. (laughs) The sun, yes. The sun is always shining. Whether you see it or not, it's back there shining. Hey, that's a quote, right? Yeah, it is. Dion, is that a quote? (laughs) Sun is shining. Sun's always shining. Even if you don't see it, it's still shining. Write that one down, too. You sure? We can take it. Okay, look. I asked Dion first. (laughs) We can take it. What about... Okay. Okay, it says anything but Trump. Which is very true. That's probably the least controversial. Like, don't bring Trump up at any function you, you know what ever i think bringing trump up would be an excellent idea because we will all be on the same page yes, and on one accord not controversial at all like, i'm um, pretty what sure what if you have that one trump supporter at, said, this at, is white this is like you know for a white family true because they they be divided they be but actually <laughs> he did this nah. he, no, i don't think I don't, <laughs> yeah yeah we ain't no i don't think none of us i don't know what about sports teams oh that's 
super controversial. We watching the game while we done. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, you know, people love teams from, you know, not, you know, you're supposed to be Chicago crazy, but everybody, done, you know, not a big Bulls fan or Bears. So. Man, the Bears so trash. I got family that's Packers fans, you know, just want to go with the opposition. You let them in your home? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> my family's half of my family's from Rockford, so, you know, so mm. north, close to Wisconsin. Is that the green and gold? Yeah. So okay, they, I have they I eat less. jersey. Uh, they eat less. I mean, they host them. <laughs> they preparing the food. I own one you of those jerseys. Test the food I, first. It was I got it from when when it was a gift when my house caught on fire. People gave us gifts. What they gave and you? I have a Packers jersey that I I just keep it because nah, it was sentimental. Was like yeah. you know, I didn't have clothes and they I, gave me. I, I would have been outside yeah. shivering he in the cold. <laughs> You don't need that. Nah, you don't need that. I don't know. That's that's I couldn't have took far. that. I don't know. I feel like going too far. I would have been outside they forced cold. Me, forced me into. Like Nigga, you supposed to be out there like even at your worst and your lowest point. You supposed to be like, <laughs> it's out of my face. Get this from around me. Yeah. yeah. That's disrespectful. All right, so I can't keep my package changing. <laughs> so we just talked about eleven controversial, but not controversial, but actually controversial topics. <laughs> Woo, we did it. We did it. We did it. I wouldn't play <laughs> everything controversial man, nowadays. Travel is a good, a good thing. Not if you about. got broke family, because then like, they're going to be salty and not want to talk about you your travel oh, issues. Travel. Yeah. You can't talk about traveling yeah, when you're around people who... Yeah, because then they're going to be like, she always bragging. Oh, I'm taking about three trips next year. <laughs> me and my kids going to go on one. <laughs> and then me and baby <laughs> going on a vacation. <laughs> driving. Oh, we catching flights. <laughs> My girl worked down at the airline. Well, we be on standby, but it's all good. Where you been this year? Like, that's what's going to happen. Then they're going to be like, well. Florida, Miami. Now, what if it's like a, a, a dream thing? Like, like where do you want to go? Well, I could see that being non-controversial, but you got to be around a bunch of positive-minded people. And unfortunately, it's not a lot of that <laughs> that happens in the cultured communities you know <laughs> they be no they happy together to eat that's it don't talk about money don't talk about trips don't talk about nobody having 10 kids and how they can't pay their bills because then you're gonna be fighting Fam- thanksgiving is not thanksgiving without a family fight though to be honest oh that's good go crazy <laughs> it's some type of quarrel every year somebody's Storming out. See, black people, they understand the wait to after they consume the food to fight. Yeah. You know, don't nobody want to miss the food, you know? <laughs> so, like, that's why Say the that fights be later. so big after, like, after, like, after we eat and all of that. Like, because people then sat around, phony kicked it for so long. <laughs> you know, sat around looking across each other from the room like, wait, I can't wait till we eat this food. I, mm. And I, one that I know for sure everybody can talk about and not be rude or un- controversial about is Beyonce. Mm. There's no, like, what can you say? I mean, you know, I see Haters. arguments all the time. I'm from, a Beyonce fan. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm Beehive. I ain't gonna lie. She don't allow no disrespect. Yeah, no slander. You can't slander her. How dare you? You know, she. You want you want to you want to leave? You gotta go out that door real quick. Cause we, we had a uh, intruder come into the studio really quick. Um, we don't know who that guy was. That just Sorry about broke, that. My heart yeah, that dropped. Was, like, did you say crazy. what? Say what? Oh my. You want some? 
My hair is blonde right now because of Queen Bey. I watched music videos a couple weeks, like three weeks ago, and I was just, I was dancing and getting back to my old groove, and I said, I'm going blonde. I have to say that you remind me of her very much, though. Thank you. That's my mother. I'm a love child of her and Rihanna. Oh, you said Beyonce's your mother? Yeah. See, that used to be the controversy. It was Beyonce or Rihanna. Hold on, hold I'm on. I'm the love child of the two. I usually, I, 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 okay. I, 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 I end this argument because you can't really compare the two. Like You can't. Yeah, that's why. Beyonce is, is like auntie to everybody because she, she touches so many demographic of women. True. Like old women like her, the young women auntie. like her, nitty people like her, younger generation people like her. Rihanna, she kind of just stuck with she like, niche. Yeah, yeah, like, ma- like, like the mid 30 range, like. Right, People age. just respect and Rihanna down. because she's like a badass, you Free know, like spirit. she kind of yeah. just goes with the flow and it's inspiring to see someone with so much money and power do that. Now, what but, Rihanna does do, that makeup thing she took off with, oh, that's huh. amazing. I own the Fenty. I do it? own some Fenty. She has a makeup line with 51 shades of foundation okay. that can literally matches your complexion, my complexion. If you want to put some foundation on for a, a photo shoot, whatever you Say need. Less. But they you get a black match. eye, or something. Yeah, you know what I'm fix saying? it with her foundation. Yeah. She has <laughs> every shade. She has. Like, <laughs> it's just a full cosmetic line. So you have the lipsticks, right. the highlights. Did she make like what was it like thirty or forty million in a month? She like went that? sold out instantly. Everything was gone, and now That's she great. has a new lip color because she had Ruby Rue, which was with Mac. But now she has one with Fenty, and it's ten times more poppy than her old red. And Fenty is her brand. Fenty is her brand. Mm, and girl. she's with Puma. You know, she's just, that's love child. That I'm the love child. You know, they know they my mamas. You know, mm-hmm. like, my I was adopted to my mother, Reese. You hear that? I love you, Reese. You my girl. I love you, girl. <laughs> but you know they, they sent me because they were busy, you know, but... Yeah. They knew I was going to take over. You know, say, so like, Serena will be fine. She got this. So. She's a unicorn. She got this. Yeah, being a love child is, like, super legit. So, I do. Yeah. Brianna, okay, but that don't matter. It's, like, future. You know, time, travel, all that stuff. Yeah, we made, Rick and Marty. we made it happen. We made it happen. Y'all not going to fight me on my mother's, okay? I just think I it's dope. You. You with both. I do very well. And I actually want to um, say the quote of the week and I'm going to close the show out with a song uh, that's going to be the end of the show end of the show um, by Don Perry on it's called Ride so once we finish up we're going to play that song and just go crazy and listen to what Cash Over Clout is bringing us but the quote of the week is you never fail until you stop trying mm. Albert Einstein yes. from the smart guy yes. The guy who, what did he really invent? Look, controversy. (laughs) What did he really do? But no, seriously, um, you don't fail until you stop trying. Don't give up. Don't give up. I read another one that's like, nothing is a failure unless you choose to stay there and like not do something else. Yeah, you have to keep moving. Just like the whole, the journey is a step for everything. Like, you only fail, you only stop when you stop. You know what I'm saying? But... The longer you go, you're like an energizer bunny. There's no stopping you in your natural form. You know, Especially drink you your water. Right, just just do it. Like drink, I don't drink know. Drink your like, water and keep going. That sounds cliche, but just do it. Like I don't know. I, I was watching something. And he was like, trying is having the intent to fail. So you say I'm gonna try to do it. Like you basically just doubt it yourself. Like I'm gonna do it. It's like yeah, that's what I've been. That's what I, that's what I've been telling myself. Like, like I'm gonna do it. Not I'm gonna try to do it because trying is having intent to fail. So I'm, you're actually gonna do it. You what know? if it's just like I'm doing it? 
Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Doing it. Because even gonna is like in the future. Yeah. So doing is now. Get it done. It's a one of the, for life. One of the nuns that I went to Just school with that taught us, she, she used to say, do what you're doing while you're doing it. Do 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 the do do, but um, how can we hang out with you um, on Fridays, and how can we keep in touch with you for future endeavors? Well, Fridays, you know, Tantrum Fridays. That's ten twenty three South State. It's a free lounge, black owned. They also own Renaissance Lounge. You know, that's uh, every Friday. DJs jerk everything. Has free tacos. You know from from about, he gets there about 9, from 9 to, let's say, 12. And the spot is open from 5 to 2 a.m., and that's every Friday. Free entry, free everything. Nice prices for the drinks, oh, yeah, too. Drinks Very fair. You know, everything. You guys might have a regular now. Uh, come, come check us out. And then this Saturday, Foodie Heaven, once again. It's on Eventbrite. Free tickets available right now, so let's go grab them. Come check us out. And I'll make sure that I share those on the Nitty's Knocker page. Uh, and if you want to follow him on Instagram. Uh, I, I sometimes follow back, so, you know. <laughs> He's one of those. <laughs> oh, wait, you didn't tell me, though. Um, are you, like, Team Unicorn? Like I'm Team Unicorn. I'm supporting. Unigang I'm supporting. squad. Yeah, unigang, Go crazy. Whatever I got to do. The, the guys call it <laughs> Unigang. We, we Unigang. We don't really yeah, Unigang. Look, he, I'm, we got to put a little what, umph in it. Like, unigang, unigang, unigang. unigang. <laughs> but, yeah. Unigang. unigang. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> don't way. worry. It'll be on the way. That'll be a part of my Nitty's Knocker merch. Right, I'm, I'm supporting. But, yes, um, of course, you can keep in touch with us. Oh, Brandon has us on his screensaver, the Nitty's Knocker show. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I can't wait to go out and cook. But I thought you were cooking for tonight. You mean for tomorrow? Okay. I'm well. Christian is supposed to be cooking. You making tonight. like three pans of macaroni and cheese? No, one. I send you some money I'm, for some cheese. Um, send me. Hey, send some more money. I'll make more In if fact, you give me yeah, the let me money. See if I get a link card copy right now. But um, I do want to thank you guys for being <laughs> a part of the show today. This is every Tuesday. For all of you amazing listeners on Q4.org, if you ever want to submit music ideas, need somebody to talk to, a voice, you can find me on Nitty, at Nitty's Knocker on anything or via Nitty'sKnocker.com. We are going to now play Don of Cash Over Clout. It's called Ride, produced by Boy Scout to end our show. And until I talk to you lovelies next time, peace, love, and happiness.
enjoy the life, bro. Since I say we're gonna fight, since I've never been in Europe, I've been out twice. Work like a horse, till I get a horse. Hotter than July, blowing up like a horse. They cannot stop me, I'm going full force. I will not stop till they find that nigga corpse. Number one chosen, headed to the top while your progress slowing. All my hoes going, you are lost and folding. European clothing, you hating and I know when your true color showing. Look, they call me Donna Cash over clout. I need a hundred thousand fucking bands in the house. Yeah, I'ma take a ride with me. I'ma show you things you was never gonna see. Tell me what you really wanna be. Smart mouth cash over clout, COC. Come and take a ride with me. I'ma show you things you was never gonna see. Tell me what you really wanna be. Smart mouth cash over clout, COC.